Hello, everybody. Listen, I am so excited for this week to start. I don't know if you know, but I am about to launch an amazing program called Project CEO. But prior to that, I have got this very, very interesting and exciting challenge called Search for Success Challenge. We're all on some sort of a quest to find our dream life or to live our best life, whatever that looks like. And after years of working with clients to help them grow their businesses with marketing strategies and marketing services, I realized that people really struggle with knowing how to be authentic, how to be themselves. And I decided that based on a personal experience that I had, that I was going to take the tools, techniques, and tips that I had to navigate those waters for myself and create a program to help you be the CEO of you. But this challenge is going to, the search for success is going to lead you to a blueprint that will help you find your own success, live your best life. And I'm so excited to bring it to you. So As a part of that, I have enlisted the help of some of the most amazing women, and they are going to be guests here on the CEO Mindset Podcast, and they're going to share their expertise, and it all starts today. I'm so happy to have on the podcast with me, Kate McCauley, and before I even bring her on, I just want to share a little bit about her with you because Guys, I mean, mind blown. I've been talking about this podcast interview on other podcasts that you may have heard because the things that she's talking about are their physical things that are going to help you like really get to the life that you want, change the way you think about things. And she's a master at it. Let me just share with you who she is. Kate McCauley is a renowned speaker, coach, and workshop facilitator who specializes in mindset. With over 20 years of experience as an educator, Kate has honed her skills in helping individuals and organizations shift their mindsets towards success. She is the founder of a woman-owned company that focuses on empowering individuals to reach their full potential. Kate brings a keep it real vibe to her approach, which resonates with audiences around the world. Her expertise and passion for helping others achieve greatness have made her a sought after speaker and coach in the personal development industry. And we get the benefit of all of that greatness right here inside the CEO CEO Mindset Podcast. So, I'm not going to keep you any longer. I'm going to go ahead and like get this party started. The next voice you hear after I chat with her a bit, of course, will be that of speaker, coach, entrepreneur extraordinaire, mindset ex- enthusiast, Miss Kate McCauley. Welcome to the CEO Mindset Podcast. Whether you're the CEO of your life, your profession, or your business, it's time to commit to consistently evolving and being open to failure if you want to achieve your goals. I'm Andrea Patrick, your host, and this podcast is the number one place to get tips and techniques for working smarter, not harder, using personal branding and authenticity. Now, hit the subscribe button, be prepared to leave a comment or review, and let's get started with today's topic. 
All right, everybody, we are ready for this interview. You heard how absolutely fantastical Kate is. And so now we're actually going to get to talk to her. I am so excited for this interview. She has introduced me to some terms that I did not know were actual terms for things that I've been talking about for years. I don't know. What does that say about me? Nope. Stay focused. Let's just get focused. It's not about me today. It's about Kate. Kate, how are you? Thank you for being on the show. Andrea, I am so excited to be here, sending you massive amounts of gratitude. I just love talking about this stuff. So you're going to have to rein me in sometimes probably and say, all right, Kate, let's get back to it. But I'm doing great. Happy to be here. Okay. So there is no such thing as reining you in on this channel, on this podcast. (laughs) We We will tackle a rabbit hole like nobody's business. And that just means you have to come back to finish out the podcast. You'll have to do another one. That's all it means. You know, it's just giving me extra time with you. That's all. I'm here for it. All right. Let's dive in because we talked about, you know, in the intro, we kind of got the essence of who you are and all of the, the, the highlights, but tell us something about you, Kate, that wasn't in your bio that might be a surprise to some people. So when I was deciding to figure out my exit strategy from my position as an educator, I literally was taking spaghetti and throwing it at the wall. And this is very random, but I am actually OSHA certified in safety and wellness for construction. And it's really because my husband's connection there, I thought, what can I do to get out of this situation? So I have an OSHA card. And, you know, when I'm randomly going places, I joke around and be like, that that's actually probably not OSHA certified, (laughs) you know, and he'll look at me and roll his eyes. And I have no desire to do it ever, but I was determined that I was going to be <laughs> my position. So yes, it's it's weird if I'm at an event, uh, you know, I might be noticing something that's happening and thinking they're probably not following the rules there, but I'll just go let it slide. <laughs> that is so fun. And you know what? I have something similar. I'm a licensed cosmetologist. I have absolutely no desire to do it full-time. I do, however, take on clients here and there, but I love that about you. And I do know somebody in OSHA, so I know what that's about. I I do definitely know about that. But you're here on the show to talk to us about like forming habits and that that new phrase, that new term that I learned about the reticular activating system. I am so excited to dive deeper into that. That's coming. But for now, um, I really want to highlight the habit issue because I know for me, when I um, looked at my year last year, one of the things that I was struck by was a habit that I shouldn't have had. And I was so busy. It was a habit of, of sharing information, which is not always bad, but I was so busy sharing information that I never asked for the sale. I never asked for the, like the call to action to get people to do the things that I wanted to do. Well, I mean, I did, but I didn't do it enough. Right. And so when I looked at my year last year, I was like, how, how do we do this? How do we get to the end of the year? And we did it. It was one goal that I did not meet because of the habits that were formed around that goal. So let's talk about habits for a minute and why they are so important to our development, our growth, whether it's business, personal, career-wise, why are they so important? Well, habits make us who we are. It's things we do every single day. And what we focus on will become our reality. Whether or not we realize it in the moment 
we keep doing these things over and over again. And our brain just thinks this is what we do. This is how we're going to go about our day. And you get in this routine, good or bad, and you just find yourself stuck there. And when you realize, like you were mentioning, well, I don't really like the way this goes. The great part about it is you can change it with that reticular activating system that we're going to talk about today, but it does take some serious work, you know, and it's, yeah. it's real. People don't realize, you know, how hard it is to change those habits and, you know, stick with them. So it's absolutely true. And, you know, when you think about it, I was just mentioning a business, like a business growth habit that I should, that wasn't a good one last year, but I also want to mention the importance of it in just your personal life. And one that another struggle that I've had, and I've even talked to my kids about is when you get to a certain age, I am 50 and I'm proud to say that, but at 50, when I have been so accustomed to eating foods that aren't necessarily good for me, those are habits. And just to kind of pinpoint and like add light to what you just said about it being difficult to change the habits, that's one of them. Your health journey is essentially a habit. It's like making the right choices over a long period of time to achieve the goal that you're looking to achieve. So I don't want our listeners to think that we're only talking about business. I want, if if your issue is a, a bad habit, <laughs> I want you to take, I want them to take what you're saying today and apply it to whatever that bad habit is. Primarily, we are in a, a business entrepreneurial space, but the art of habit forming and habit, what's the opposite of forming, breaking, um, is is true to all habits, right? And I think what we're going to talk about, the reticular activating system is going to be very effective in changing some of those bad habits. So absolutely. Are you questioning why you keep coming up short on your quest for success? Are there mental blocks that are keeping you from realizing your vision? Well, elementary, my dear Watson, All you need is a blueprint. The Search for Success Challenge offers clues, five very important clues that ultimately create the blueprint you need to help you construct the perfect success strategy that will have you achieving your goals and living your best life. Search for your blueprint so that you can use it to have a life you've always dreamed of. You can do this. Come on, Watson. Register with the link in the show notes and let's get started. Brings me to my favorite thing that I want to talk about today because I learned this phrase and in researching questions for this podcast, I'm reading about it and I'm just reflecting on how this has really played out in my life and not knowing that it had a name or an actual body part to go along with it. I was fascinated by it. And what I'm talking about, everybody, is the reticular activating system. And Kate is going to talk to us about that that right now because she knows all about it. And I am just, I want to put my my microphone on mute. And I just want you to go to town talking about this because, I mean, it's going to blow people's mind. I mean, it's not just when we're talking, I know I'm talking a lot, but this is just so exciting to me because it's not just habit. It's not just about forming a habit. And it's not always about um, having willpower, you know, how often are we just, you know, 
we're disenchanted with what we're doing or we feel less than because we couldn't do the thing because we didn't have enough willpower because we could, you know, and it's like, okay, there are some things that go along with willpower and habits that are actual physical things that if we know about them, we might be able to make some adjustments. And so what I'm talking about again is the reticular activating system. Kate, tell us what it is and why we should care about it. Go. All right. So the reticular activating system is your new superpower. Everyone who is listening, you know, when I hear Andrew say, well, I didn't have enough willpower. Guess what? You're telling that reticular activating system. I'll tell you a little bit more about what it is in a second, but you're literally training your brain through the reticular activating system that you don't have the willpower. So you don't have the willpower. So if you put your hand in the back of your head, and like the bottom of your head there, that is really where the reticular activating system is. It starts like in the brainstem. They say it's about the size of the pencil coming up and it controls a lot of different things and it's not working by itself. It works with other areas of your brain and your body. It controls your cardiovascular system, your sleep cycles, your fight and flight system there. And for our purposes, it controls your perspective of the world how you create habits, what you focus on. So I want you to think of it like this. They've done a lot of research on it, but one study that always pops into my brain is a study that they did with parents and families that lived near an airport. And the noise of the airport and all kinds of different traffic and different things that were happening there, it was loud, but these people were able to sleep through it. And when people then expanded their family, had a baby, and then the baby, you know, starts waking up at night and crying. They slept through all of that craziness of maybe the city and the airport in the background there. But the baby crying now woke them up right away. I mean, a little whimper, you know, and they they would make them focus on, you know, what changed, what this happened here. And really, the reason why that happened is your reticular activating system is now focused on we have a baby. And this is important to us. This is what we are focusing on. So when that baby makes a little noise, my brain knows to quickly react and pay attention to it. The same thing happens when you are looking for a car, maybe. You know, let's say you're out car shopping and you're thinking, okay, I think I want to get a red Jeep. You know, not really sure. I kind of want it to be like this, but you know what? I, I really think I want a red Jeep. You start seeing red Jeeps in your neighborhood. You see commercials for it. You hear it on the radio. You might be calling dealerships, setting up appointments. And oh my goodness, they're talking about all these different cars. And you realize they just mentioned the Jeep. I can't believe it. You know, your neighbors, you didn't even know they had a Jeep and now you're seeing it. So it's your reticular activating system is focusing on those things. And the amazing part is when we learn to retrain our brain and it takes work, it's not, you know, a magic pill, but when you start to create some habits and you can retrain your brain to focus on different things and there's ways to do it, to make it stick, you literally can change your entire life. I talked to you about that speaking engagement and all of those things. If you had talked to me March of 2021, I would have been holding back tears after my HR director told me I wasn't allowed to quit my teaching position. I'm like, wait, what? You're not allowed to do this. And I, you know, now I have a talent coordinator. I have a team of people that manage my coaching app. I have 
so many different things. And the reason why I have it is because I started using that reticular activating system and showing up as that person. And I started saying things to myself, writing it down, using triggers to help me literally change my life. And I could go on and on and tell you, I've done it research with this. I've done a lot of reading, but the best examples are my own children, different clients I've worked with where I've helped them and realized sometimes that I didn't even realize I was doing it before I started this business to retrain their brain and reach levels of success that other people told them or told me that it wasn't possible. So it's exciting and we could talk forever, but Yeah. I mean, you were talking and I'm writing down so much stuff over here because um, one of the things I was, I wanted to talk to you about um, as it relates to this are affirmations. And I did a little, little bit of a deep dive into the relationship between affirmations that people say to themselves for positivity and the reticular activating system. And one of the things that I read was um, you really do need to get connected to this reticular activating system and the retraining of your brain and understanding your triggers that you mentioned just a second ago in order for the affirmations to really be effective. Because what I read, and you tell me if I'm wrong, but what I read was if you don't believe, like you said, like you in your your reticular activating system, you have a belief, like you know this thing to be true in your brain because you trained your brain to think that way, right? So if you know that thing to be true in your brain, whether it's good, bad, limiting beliefs, great, you know, whatever, affirmations are going to be difficult to become, to be effective if you're saying, um, I want to be debt free, um, I'm going to be debt free, or I am debt free. It's saying you're negative. The debt word is a negative word in your brain that you've taught yourself as something negative. So you're really being counterproductive with the affirmation by adding the word debt in the affirmation because your brain sees debt as the negative thing. And so it's going to be difficult for you to really capture that positive or change that, retrain that brain if you're using the same words that mean something negative in the uh, reticular activating system. Is that right? Or or like, it's going it. to be, okay. Yeah, girl, yeah you nailed it. The- and I would, what I do with people it when, and I'm sure you do this with a lot of your clients too, we change that perspective and that's flipping the reticular activating system to focus on something else. So instead of having that debt in there with that affirmation, I would simply suggest money flows easily to me, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and at first it is going to feel strange because your brain has created those habits that I carry a lot of debt. I, I am always accruing debt and that is what your brain is used to. And then when you decide, oh, I guess I'll just charge this or do that. You know, this is what we do, girl. But when you start saying, "I money flows easily to me, you know, you start to find ways that you can create more money in your life, whether that is saving or cutting back, being lean in some areas. And you really have to keep saying it to yourself. You know, I tell people I do it for myself. I write it down. I have it on my business marker boards. I actually, I know we're on a podcast here, but on the back of my phone or not on the back of my phone, the screen of my phone, I have everything in the little, you know, category and social media, for example, and podcasts, I have, I am connected in my bank area. I have, I am rich 
you know, and I love that. I stole it for I, the headers instead of saying yeah, like, so like I, finances or saying exactly, social media. Exactly. Exactly. I love. I'm gonna do that. I'm still in that, Kate. I'm you should. I stole it from someone else. So I'm you still, still in that too. You but know, you know, it's an easy way for you to shift it instead of saying like you know bills I have to pay. You know, I am rich. I I have money. I get to do these things. Yes. So it's a shift, but you have to you have to work out. Make it. And you know, okay, here's something. Okay, everybody like sit down and hold on to something because I'm about to like blow your mind right now. All of these years, we hear people talk about the baggage that we bring with us, or we hear people say the negative tape. We've got to change the tape. We've got to change change the tape, the recording in our mind. Y'all, the tape recorder is the reticular activating system. That is the tape recorder. So what you, so that means, I got goosebumps saying that. I know, I hope everybody else did. But what that means is you can be hopeful. There is, there is definitely hope for us all because now what we have to do is not just change the tape. We need to take that old tape completely out and we need to reevaluate the word choices that we use. And we have to take those negative things. Like you just said, instead of being, I want to be debt free, you say, I'm rich. Money flows to me. Debt is nowhere in there. There's no negativity in it. It is all positivity, abundance mindset, you know, self-affirming mindset. And if you, like you said, it's going to seem a little strange at first, because just me saying it, like I, I started this. At the beginning of the year, I created a whole group community called the CEO um, CEO Circle, and it's devoted to just changing mindsets, just stopping that negativity and just really trying to focus on how we can do better, be better in all situations. And, and it just really does require us, girl, you're going to be in a group because it really does require us changing the tape in this, this RC, what is it? What do you, RA? I call it the RAS for sure. The RAS system. It it, it really does require us just taking the whole tape out, putting in a fresh, clean tape, and then starting to record new verbiage, new words. Right. And you hear this, your listeners hear this when people are talking all over the place about manifesting things and doing these things. They are using the reticular activating system. And you really, now let me make sure that I put this last part on there. You really have to keep working on it, keep saying it, you know, and I would suggest stacking some things with another habit, something that you already do to make sure that you stay with this. But you also then have to take the next step and take action. You know, you can, you can say these things and say these things and you will start to believe it and your reticular activating system will say, this is what I do now. So when you feel that momentum, so when I'm saying to myself, I am the missing piece of every opportunity that presents itself to me, let me tell you, I didn't believe that when I started this business, I sure do now. And anyone who I get on a call with, I'm thinking I somehow fit into this equation. I can run this workshop for them. I can talk to your, you know, team of salespeople, whatever it is that they want me to do. Let's make it work for both of us. You know, I am the missing piece to this opportunity and I have to then take action and say those things. You know, when I see something come up or I hear something because I'm telling myself I am the missing piece to every opportunity that presents itself to me. 
I then have to pay attention. And my RAS helps me do that because I believe that now. My RAS will notice, you know, help me notice and focus on those things. And then I have to take action. I have to then say, like you were on those calls, you then have to say, what, what's our next step? Should mm-hmm. we schedule our first appointment? Mm-hmm. When do you want the speaking engagement to take place? Let's get it on our calendar. You know, you have to then think whatever it is, and maybe it's healthy eating, you know, like whatever it is that you're setting up for yourself, you'll start to focus on those things. So then when you're at the store and you're thinking, you know, I really should be buying that or meal planning or whatever it is that you're trying to shift with the res, do it take action and pay attention and do it because if not, you're just, you know, you you got this thing going on and you're just daydreaming about it. So that exactly. take action part is very important. Yeah. The whole quote, you know, a goal without a plan is just a wish is mm-hmm. what came to mind when you said that, because, you know, you're absolutely right. If you have all this positivity in your mind, but you still don't take action when the time comes or, or put yourself out there. Right. So that the opportunity arises, you know, that is, you're not doing yourself any service by not, by, by not taking Fact, advantage of Let that. me just say that you are being selfish to oh, all yes. that need you. Yes. Because if you know that you have something, you're running that group for your mindset and CEOs and whoever's mm-hmm. jumping in with you. How selfish of you not to give that to them. Yeah. That is something that lights you up and energizes you. And they need that. You know, with this reticular activating system, you can do a lot of the work yourself, but they need people like you to keep them accountable. Mm-hmm. They need people to say, you should reflect on this or how's it going? Have you mm-hmm. taken action? Because all of us, I mean, I have coaches. I'm a coach. I'm a speaker, but I have a speaker coach. I have a business coach. So mm-hmm. You know, I just, I just wanted to I love it out there. <laughs> it's great. Again, this is a perfect example of one of those rabbit holes that we could just go down and stay right. down forever. Um, and I think we really have covered how it affects our ability to create sustainable habits because we have to, A, take the action. But I also, we what we didn't cover in there, and I'll jump down a question, um, to talk about habits themselves where we have a cue, a routine, and we have like the reward that's kind of like the system for that. How can we, how can we begin to recognize, like even as we're retraining our, our RAS, how can we begin to recognize those times when taking action is not the first thing that we would do in the habit forming situation? We recognize that and then we look at that what we would normally do, where in there can we begin to start making those changes to maybe get the the reward that we're looking for? Well, I think that that accountability piece that Mm -hmm. we just talked about, you need someone to keep you accountable. You know, my business coach gave me all of the tools and I figured out how to do all of these things. But then she said, you know, you, you want to be a speaker, you want to do workshops and you're, you're getting some coaching clients are you actually going out and speaking? You know, she had to keep me accountable mm-hmm. for that. So I think having a support system and accountability is important and being able to reflect, whether it's those people that help you reflect or you have a new habit that you reflect, you know, every Friday I reflect on what went well this week, you know, what energized me? Is there anything I need to let go of? You know, and that is something that I've set up for myself in a schedule. 
I'm very mm-hmm. the teacher in me is, loves those schedules. And I, you know, have a plan every single day of the week. And of course, I leave space for creativity, for me to jump on podcasts and do different exciting things that come along. But I have definitely scheduled that in that I can reflect back and say, okay, well, you know, I'm I'm saying uh, money flows easily to me, or I am a super attractor of my dream clients. You know, what did I do to help me make sure that I am attracting them? Mm-hmm. It and I believe that I am, but am I doing something or what, is there something that I have to add in? You know, you have to reflect. It's always evolving. I like that. I like that because what I'm hearing is just for myself um, and the issue that I had, um, it is identifying what the goal, what is that thing? What is this new thing that I've trained myself to say I am? If it's like, I've got money flowing to me. If I find that the opportunity arises or I'm not putting myself, I'm not taking action on that, it would behoove me to have a set of questions underneath that new affirmation. Okay, money is flowing to me. Okay, so what am I doing to help the money flow? Am I getting the exposure? Am I putting myself in a position to get the exposure so the money can flow a little easier? So maybe having, and I guess what I'm saying is there are going to be triggers, there are going to be times when especially as we're starting this process and we're getting kind of used to, because like you said, it's going to be difficult. It's going to sound strange coming out of our mouth at the beginning. So obviously at the beginning, there are going to be times when we're like, "Mm, this isn't working or, oh, I'm not, I don't, I don't, this doesn't sound good or I'm a little confused. So I think what you're saying in the reflection process where we go back and look at that affirmation, if you will, or that new, new tape that we've put in, it it makes sense to have a few of those questions. Like you just said, like, okay, so if money's flowing freely to me, where have I put myself this week so that the money can find me? Right. Like, who have I spoken to this week so that the money here is that I'm talking about it? You know, <laughs> you know, things like that. And that is the accountability piece, I think, that we can do for ourselves. But as a coach myself and someone who has this group, I'm also now going to take this and put these questions in the group and say, okay, with these, with each mindset that we're shifting, we're changing, we're changing these thoughts in our minds. Let me ask you a few questions. If you say this is what you want, here are the accountability questions to ask yourself this week. So I love, 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 love that because, you know, we hear people say these things like you're teaching us this, but when someone turns this podcast off, if they don't have some actionable steps to take, it really didn't do them any good to hear it. And I love that you're giving us those, those steps. I'm telling you that there's people listening right now to your podcast that are thinking, oh, this is so woo woo. This isn't going to work for me, you know, and I would challenge you to just try. I do a simple thing with people when I get on a call with them. If they're like, I don't know about this particular activating thing. I'm not really sure if that RAS would work for me. And I tell them, okay, let's say they want to love themselves more. Maybe it's a client who, you know, is putting herself last and she's really wanting to take care of herself in a lot of different ways. I will tell her, I want you to look for hearts and I want you to just pay attention and see if you see hearts and wherever they pop up, just make a mental note, put it in your phone, send me a message within our group or whatever it is that she's going to, you know, somehow pay attention to those hearts. And I have never had someone come back to me and say that they didn't see them. In fact, they start saying to me, are you like a witch doctor? Like, how, <laughs> how, did, how did you know this? I saw a heart on a little girl's shirt. 
I saw a leaf that I swore. I saw a cloud shaped like a heart. Clouds were shaped like a heart. And then I I go in the store and I see this, I see that, you know, everywhere I'm looking, people are talking about heart health, different things. It's because your reticular activating system is focusing on it. And you are, you know, you think it's this magic woo-woo thing. And someone listening right now is thinking, I don't know if that would really work, you know, and I'm not sure about that for me. Just give it a shot. I don't even think they have to, I mean, if you are thinking that, okay, then I want you to think about this. When you go to the doctor, the doctor tells you that you have diabetes, you will see every diabetes commercial imaginable to man. You will go to the doctor and the poster that talks about your diet, you know, your system and blood sugar, that will be the first poster that pops out. I know this everybody because I have diabetes and this has happened to me. I have pancreatitis and I'm scared to death of the word pancreas in any sentence, you know, and it seems like after I got out of the hospital, everything was about the pancreas. Everybody and their daddy had pancreatic cancer that was like all the celebrities and your mind, like when it's trained to think that negative thought, it sees it everywhere. It sees it everywhere and you can convince yourself that it's about you. Yes, absolutely. Right? You will convince yourself that it's about you. And so you I don't know how anybody can hear what you're saying and think that this is this is some crazy thing yeah. because it, if they were to really sit back and think about their own life, they right. will see this. I told you when we were having our initial conversation, I was looking for a car and I couldn't figure out what kind of car I wanted and I was just telling my husband I just needed to say something I needed to kind of really describe who I am I'm driving down the street I want you to get a vibe for me when I come back and I saw this particular car I was like that's it that's the car I want and as soon as I said that I saw that car everywhere it was like before I couldn't nobody nothing was really popping out at me for the type of car that I wanted and then as soon as I determined which car it was I saw them everywhere I saw them everywhere so I know this has happened to everybody right but you have now that's why this was so fascinating to me because it was like this is something that we all talked about we all know about but we didn't know it was a literal like piece of our body and that is so fascinating it really is and you can literally change your life with it you know and it's I mean, I could go on and on with different examples. Um, Just to give you an example of my son, he's severely dyslexic. And when he was in kindergarten, teachers, you know, probably didn't like to see me come in as the educator mom, but they were also saying to me, you know, he's so dyslexic, he can't read the word the, I knew this, right? And I said, we're going to do it. We're going to crack the code. And I kept putting into his brain. And, you know, we obviously did a lot of work with it. You know, Wilson reading all kinds of different things for the dyslexia. But a huge part of it was saying, yes, I can. I will do this. He and I have a morning mantra that we say every day. He's in sixth grade now. Guess what? He reads at a 12th grade level. Wow. It's like the special ed department sometimes is like, we don't even know how this happened. And it's a lot of the hard work of his educators and the programs he was in, but a huge part is himself Mm -hmm. believing that he could and me feeding that into his brain Mm. and what he's hearing. Yes, you can. Yes, you will crack this code, you know? And when I go and look at other people who talk about, you know, how they had success in different areas, 
if you really look deep into their story, they will start to say, well, we visualized it first. We pictured it. We started telling ourselves. So use it. Let me just tell you the two, you have just spoken a word into me that has absolutely nothing to do with this podcast. (laughs) As a parent, this is so mind-blowing. I mean, we we know, we know we want to be positive with our kids, but I won't go too deep into it, but you really did just speak a word into me and an issue that my husband and I have been having with one of our children and how we can turn that around. And it, this is going to be the key to it. And I'm so grateful. If, if oh, I don't say I that, I'm that. very, 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 very grateful for that word that you just gave. And I'm so excited to tell my husband about it. Like I'm ready for him to come home, like tell him about <laughs> it, but <clears throat> thank you so, so much for that. Um, we talked a little bit about how the reticular activating or RAS, we'll just say RAS because it's so mm-hmm. much easier, yeah. helps people who suffer from being disappointed because they don't think they'll be able to achieve their goals. I think we've really spoken to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but so many people struggle with their mindset. Do you believe that there is one mindset that someone needs to have that's a little bit more important than another mindset? Because well, just do you think there is? So this is a tough question. And I'm asked this when I'm doing workshops a lot or in speaking engagements, we chat after sometimes. And sometimes people don't like the answer, but no, I think it is unique for every single person. And that makes it challenging in some ways. And that's why you need those accountability people and Mm -hmm. people to, you know, spark that, you know, like you said, you just had something go into your brain about your son or daughter, your child. (laughs) And No, I don't think that it has to be one set way. I think there's some powerful things that we could do and say, but I think it has to be unique because when I started this journey, you know, I wasn't exactly sure where I was going. And some people were telling me you should do it this way or that way. And I listened to those things. And when they see those strengths in me and I pay attention, that's part of, you know, being mindful and recognizing as you're using the RAS also listening to what other people are saying to you and, you know, and how it relates because your RAS is focusing on those things, you know, but no, I don't think that there's one mindset because we're all on a unique journey. Thank yeah. goodness, because life would be incredibly boring if we're all, <laughs> yeah. you know, thinking we're going to do the same thing. So I, I asked that question. I don't know if you love or hate that answer. <laughs> no, it's a great answer to the question. Great answer. But the reason I asked that question is because I actually do think there is one mindset that is more important than other mindsets. But when you hear it, you're going to be like, oh, well, yeah, of course. I think that the one mindset that is more important than any other is an open mindset. Oh, I love it. Because I feel like it is, we don't know what we don't know. And it's not until we hear it from someone else or we see it in someone else and we can look at their situation related to our situation and see the see how it can help us get to a different place or be where we want to be. I think open having a closed mindset is one where we stay stuck or we become stagnant or we never really realize what it is we wanted to in life. And so I feel like having an open mindset really allows you to decide or determine what mindsets you from there 
yeah. you really need to follow, learn about, and begin to um, activate in your own life. So that's why I asked that question. It's not yeah. really oh, I mean, question, I, you know, I totally agree I, with that. But I feel like that is the one that's more important than any other one. I think that's the one that will keep us out of trouble a lot of times. It, it allows us to be the best version of ourselves because we are receptive. We are vessels that people can like fill us with. And then we can determine whether or not it's something that we want to stay or we want to get rid of. But if we're not open to it in the first place, we'll never know about it. And it could be the one piece of the puzzle that that is going to get us exactly where we want to be. So that's why I, I, I just love Oh, you know, I agree. I think an open mindset is it's definitely important. I think I was thinking more <laughs> along the lines of, you know, what what do you need to say to yourself in the mm-hmm. mind? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Open mindset is, you know, the key to success. It is. It is. it is. And I, and I think people need to hear that because we are born into influence, like our family influences us from birth. We, you know, you grow up religion is a big one. You grow up in a religion because that's where you went to church at this church. You heard this message, you know, you read these scriptures or you read this particular book or you didn't, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and so you grow up and if you're not open, then you may, you won't be open to at least hearing about other religions or hearing about not necessarily changing your religion, but how concepts evolve and how principles can apply and all of these different things. So that's one area. Politics is another one. Nobody likes to talk about it, but you grow up and you're in one family and you think one way and you don't know because your mind is closed. Well, why did my parents think that way? Well, because they had this experience. My experience wasn't that. Maybe I like this thing over here. Maybe I want to learn more about it, but if you're not open to it, you'll stay in this this area. And then that's where conflict happens. And so I love just having an open mindset and just being able to be filled with goodness and awesomeness and, and also determining whether or not I need to get rid of it. You know, yeah, you can chew on it and spit it out if you don't like it, you know? Yes, absolutely. Sometimes you have to let go. Sometimes you have to let go. So This podcast is called the CEO Mindset Podcast because I believe it's important to access a mindset of constantly evolving and being open to failing forward. So for our last couple of questions of the podcast, Kate, tell us how have you constantly evolved and how or yeah, how have you failed forward for your success? I would say that I am always open as we were just talking about (laughs) that things can change and it's okay for things to change for a long time as an educator. I did think, you know, this was my path. This is what I have to do. The shoulds and the supposed tos. And as an entrepreneur and CEO of my business now and everything really in my world, I'm open to change and I allow change to come in. I decide, you know, how it's going to work for me and what I'm okay with sometimes you know, some things have to change again and that's okay. But I think that failing has taught me to be grateful for Mm -hmm. where I am, what I currently have. And I try to focus on that through my failures. You know, I'm grateful that this didn't work out. You know, I'm grateful that my HR director told me, well, you can't do that because look where I am now, you know, and I have to 
reflect and look at those things and think, although, you know, I didn't get that speaking engagement, maybe I can see that as a view it as a fail, but I then very quickly shift and think, well, you know what, that wasn't meant for me right now. This is where I have to be. So I try to look at those things through a different lens where before the people pleaser in me really would focus on the failure and how I let people down and, you know, and not be able to shift that to it wasn't meant for me. I'm exactly mm-hmm. where I'm meant to be, you know, at the right time, even if I can't see it. And sometimes I don't see it for a long time. Mm, um, but yeah, I would say that it, I'm always evolving. You know, when we chat again, which I'm sure we will, because the conversation has been awesome. I'm sure that I'll be telling you, well, I'm doing this now. I'm doing yeah. that now. It's same for you. You know, it's everyone is always evolving. And that's exciting. And- I love that. So before I let you go, that was my last official question. But what can you tell us? Like, give us some takeaways about habits, about forming habits, about habits that help us be happier, about Raz, like just I'm gonna us- give you one thing that I want everyone to steal and okay. habit stacking. Find something that you already do. So if you brush your teeth every day and you want to add gratitude into your life and you want the reticular activating system to focus on being grateful, okay. Maybe you find I want to do this through gratitude journal. I want you to stack a habit. So you brush your teeth every day and then you go right down three things that you are grateful for. Maybe you want to move more. So I eat lunch at work every day. Let's say that's the habit you already do. And now I take a walk, you know, because I want to move more. If you want to take action and you want to get on calls and close deals, I want you to stack a habit. You already say the script every single time when you are marketing someone or trying to close a deal, whatever it is that you are doing. Now I want you to, whatever those words are that you always use, I want you to stack a habit that the next thing you will say is, what's our next plan? Can I put you on my calendar for another call or our first call? Whatever it is that you're trying to do. So stack it because your brain already tells you through the RAS, girl, this is what you do now. So stack a habit. This is how I started going to the gym again. I take my son to school every day. I'd have to take him. He can't drive himself, right? (laughs) Far enough where he needs a ride or else it would be a long event. So I stack a habit and I go to the gym right after, you know? Yeah. I I would feel that. And it's funny. I do a version of that um, with my diet Coke. I'm only allowed one diet Coke a day, but before I can have it, I have to have so much water. Like that's, you have so many glasses of water and then you get to have a diet Coke. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) Or, or for me, I just started this one this week where I have to get up and get on the treadmill for 20 minutes and then I can have my coffee. Then I can sit and relax and have my coffee, but you can't do it until you've been on the treadmill for at least 20 minutes. You're That's, stacking a habit. I'm stacking a habit. Yep. I love that. Kate, thank you so, so very much for being on the podcast today. You are such a wealth of information that I know this is not the only time you are going to be on the podcast. So we can continue to have these amazing conversations all of your information and anything that you want to give away will be down in the show notes. So guys, make sure you are looking at those show notes, clicking on those ways to connect with Kate so that you can learn more about Raz, learn more about forming habits that make you happy and all the things. And if you want to hear her speak at your event, we'll put that link down there too. Cause we love want, it. I love it. We want Thank you to hear you from so her. much. Thank I just you. Yes. You, you are so welcome. Compound. 
I love it. All right, guys. So listen, remember this podcast is all about constantly evolving and being open to those failures that get you where it is you want to be. For every no, you are that much closer to your yes. Kate talked to us today about how we can use a physical piece of our body to help us achieve our goals. So go back, listen to this podcast again, connect with Kate outside of this podcast so that you can get that piece of the puzzle right so that you can be and do exactly what it is you were meant to be and do. Thanks so much for listening. And we will be back again next week. That does it for today's episode of the CEO Mindset Podcast. Remember, this is the place to be, to find the intersection between your personal life and your business life so that they coexist. It's also where you learn how to consistently evolve and be open to the failures that happen, be open to the opportunities, be open to the opportunity for change. Make sure you are subscribed. Leave your comments below about today's episode if you have any questions, comments, I want to hear all about them and I want to hear how you are using what you hear to grow your business, live the life you love and have that quality of life that we are all looking to achieve. All right, guys, don't forget to follow me over on Instagram, AF Patrick. Definitely subscribe to my YouTube channel, Andrea Patrick Official. All the links that you need to continue following and being a part of the BU Boss Squad community is listed in the show notes along with any other links that I think might be amazing for this particular podcast. Remember, we are on all the podcast uh, platforms. So if you have not already, find us and subscribe. See you again next week.